Welcome to the Life Life Stretch Beloved Podcast. My name is Lena Hobson and I'm here with David Thomas. With Carolyn Thomas. We are one, we are many. Don't be weird. Um, we're continuing on with our series of Colossians and um, just looking at the verses um, 12 to 17. And last week we, we looked at, um, well, last podcast we looked at um, bearing with, with each other and forgiving one another and how we're only able to do that. Um, we're only able to do that by... Um, thank you. <laughs> Still learning that one. <laughs> Right, we're making sure she's safe. Yeah. <laughs> she's twitching. <laughs> um, so we are unable to do these things in our own strength, but we need to to rely on God um, to be able to go out and love people in the, in the face of you know sometimes hurts and and um, yeah bad situations. Hmm. All right, so let's read Colossians uh, chapter three verses twelve to seventeen. So. A bit of a concept of where we are. So, so you give me context. Thank you. I couldn't remember the words, so I just went with the concept because it was close enough. <laughs> Starts at the same time. <laughs> um, all right, from verse 12. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you, and over all these virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you were called to peace, and be thankful. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Um, and I'll just read verse 15. We'll just start from there, this podcast. So verse 15. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you are called to peace, and be thankful. Right, so this peace of Christ, um, what does that mean? Well, the word Paul uses there for that peace of Christ is, um, and, uh, sorry, when he says, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, and that, that word rule is a verb that, you know, um, he used there, it was talking about the athletic arena, where it's the word for the umpire who settles disputes, you know, if there's a dispute, there's the umpire will come and make a ruling on mm -hmm. that, and that's the word that he's using there, and, and so I think what he's saying here is, let the spirit rule you rather than your emotions or your flesh. So decide for every situation what God would want your response to be and then choose that over your own flesh response. And, you know, that's really what we call walking by the Spirit, isn't it? Mm -hmm. You're choosing the response of the Spirit. You're choosing to walk in the fruit of the Spirit instead of your own response that you want. And so if you do that, then you're choosing God's way and you're going to have peace because it says there, let, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, okay? And you will have that peace of you responding um, God's way. And if you're responding in the flesh in your own way, then you're not going to have peace. Because when we respond in the flesh, it doesn't matter if we feel justified at the time later. You, Well, if you're like me, you're going to have a lot of tur turmoil and regret and you know thinking over and analyzing yourself. And Also, the Bible tells us that out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. 
So if you are responding your own way and you're not responding according to the Spirit, then your overflow that comes out of your mouth is not, you know, out of your heart's not going to be very good and it's often going to make things worse and compound it. And contrary to that, though, if you've got the peace of God ruling in your heart, then what's going to come out of your mouth is not going to be something that's going to make the situation worse and just, you know, mm. exacerbate things. Yeah. No, I couldn't really say anything. Yeah, I love what you said there. Let's just move on to the next point. And be thankful. So that what is that importance? That that's obviously important. Be be thankful. And it's not just. It sounds like he's just added on there. You know, and be thankful. Oh yeah, it does. It's obviously important enough that was put in. Hey. Yeah, being thankful. Because we're content with our lot, um, you know, I often find, like, I'll catch myself, you know, comparing myself to other people and, you know, like, why do they have that, da da da, da. but being thankful is just going to be content with what I have in my life and where you have set me and I'm not going to compare myself to other people and choose to be thankful. And I think being thankful also um, is like a repellent to grumbling yeah yes. isn't it well, you know so is, you can't do both they're mutually exclusive yeah and so you know i i know it's, this is tough to admit but i know there's been times for me that you know i have i know i've done the right thing by god but i still grumble about it you know <laughs> i'm like yeah okay i'll do that fine lord especially if yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's yeah. like, well, this is what God says to do. Fine, you know, just do it because God says I have to. You know what I mean? Like, it's like when you tell your kids to go and clean their room, and they're like, fine, I'll do it. You know, actually, I've never had a kid say that to me. Don't say fine, I'll do it. No, no. <laughs> but um, yeah, but I just think you know, the whole being thankful it does it, it squashes that grumbling yeah. and that yeah. complaining. So instead of going, oh, fine, I'll do it for God, but then go, hang on, I'm doing this for God, but I am thankful for everything that God has done for me, you know, mm. that kind of thing. And you're doing that out of obedience, which flows from love, not because it's a duty and I have to. Yeah. And that's why if you love him and you've got that priority right, it will flow from there. Yeah, I think as well, you know, he links on, he, you know, he talks about, like, the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, and then at the end of that, you know, he says, and be thankful, and I think um, your attitude actually affects your whole life and all of your relationships, and so if you are thankful and you have that attitude, and you, you know that God is good no matter what is going to show in your life, and what you said as well, Debbie, um, you know, if you're being truly thankful, if you cannot... You know, I often talk about you cannot meditate on the Word of God and worry at the same time. Mm. It's one or the other. And I think it's the same there. You cannot be negative if you're being thankful. So you need to train yourself that when you hear negative things coming out your mouth or whatever, your attitude's bad, then start praising and being thankful because you cannot hold both of those yeah. in your head at the same time and it can't both be coming out of your mouth. Yeah. Um, and again, what I mentioned earlier, that overflow of the heart. So if you're thankful, it's going to show in your life. And you can contrast that. We all know negative, critical people who are always complaining. And you know what? You don't actually want to be around these people. And it sours all of their relationships. And it comes from having that attitude that's directly opposite to that of thankfulness. And that would be being ungrateful, whether they realize it or not. If you're grumbling and constantly complaining, it is being ungrateful. Yeah. Um, 
And you know, if we find that we're doing that, we can choose, consciously choose to change this through retraining of our attitude. Um, you know, little things as well, like I'll often, you know, use this on people. So I might have somebody maybe talking to me, and I feel like I've been like this myself the last few months with my eye infections. It's always every time I talk to someone, oh, I'm rattling off, and I hate that. All the, oh, you know, all the medical things, all the problems that I have or whatever. But, you know, I've been like, if someone comes to me with something negative, oh, or they want to start, oh, the doctors picked this up, you know, I went to the doctor and they picked this up. I'm like, thank God you went to the doctor. Thank God you had that little other niggle because it enabled them to pick up something deeper. Or, um, you know, thank God your radiator did pack up or whatever because it helped them to find there was a much deeper, you know, bigger problem mm -hmm. that was going to actually happen. Thank God mm -hmm. it happened where it did and not, yep. you know, wherever. Yep. And that kind of thing as well, like little things like rain as well. Um, this is a favourite and, you know, maybe some people <laughs> might feel a bit pricked, but it's just, you know, I have lots of areas as well where I need to build up, but... It always seems to rain at 3 o'clock, which is school pickup time. <laughs> and I hear it at school, and I hear it outside of school, and I used to see it on Facebook, you know, that's kind of, oh, typical, of course it's going to rain at 3 o'clock, and grumbling about it. And I understand the inconvenience of getting wet, but it's just all of those little things of like, okay, let's say, thank you, God, we really need the rain. Yeah. And I would find myself as well grumbling, oh God, please don't let it rain, you know, I need to dry my washing, or don't let it rain, I need to go to the beach. And it's like, no, hang on, we're actually nearly in a drought here, so we actually need the rain. <laughs> and so now instead of saying, complain, I might say, could you just send the rain to the farmers, please, and then let my washing yeah. But you know, it sounds silly, but you can get into such a negative yeah. spiral all day, every day, with every little thing. And once you're in that complaining spiral, it just gets bigger and bigger, you know. And, and I think it's just if you take yourself in hand, even for those little things, you know what, I'm going to be grateful about that and that. And, and just try to look for positive and everything and be thankful. It really will change your attitude and turn it around. Because, you know what, negativity is contagious and it spreads even within yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think of it as like a cancer within yourself that's not getting treated. It's spreading and you just get into that spiral and it just feeds on itself feeds into your self-pity, despair, and we all know, because we know what it's like to get our mind in that state, and, you know, the Bible tells us to put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, and what is praise? It's also expressing your thankfulness and your gratitude, isn't yeah. it? And the Bible also tells us that the power of life and death is in our tongue, and, you know, yes, we can speak death onto other people with our words, but how much death are we bringing into our own lives when we are just being negative and bitter and complaining? Yeah, yeah. I was sighing so much today. Sighing is like an unspoken complaining. Just like yeah. complaining without words. I was like, oh, I'm And then I'm calling the mortgage broker and I'm sighing. And then I'm calling the solicitor and I'm sighing. And I'm back to the real estate agent and I'm sighing. All these hassles because yes. I'm so blessed to be This is very ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> you have to catch yourself because you don't yeah. think of it the time, hey? It's just like, yeah, hang on. Ah, oh, just another problem to... Yeah. Yeah, another problem to be so able to buy the, the house that I've been dreaming of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I found myself once, I was like, oh, this fridge, I can't fit another thing in this fridge. It's not like, thank you, God, for a full fridge. Yeah. You know? It's just... We really and it do is, have to catch that those catching yeah. it and retraining. And these sound like silly examples, but they're not because... 
this is where it starts with all those mm. little seemingly yeah. insignificant things and you just get into a rut of grumbling about it and we all know people like that who grumble about everything and if we don't watch ourselves we can easily slip into that yeah i've got two good so friends just, that pull me out of that often if okay. i text them and say oh this happened and they're like Thank God. <laughs> well, and Debbie, and, and I don't know if it's the same friends, I'm assuming it's the friends <laughs> yeah. as well, but they have this thing now where they start to say to each other, I'm so jealous. We do. Yeah. <laughs> and I love it because it's like, so if Lena has a really hard situation, she's my mom, and I'm like, I'm so jealous. You get the opportunity to grow fruit. You get the opportunity to see God come through for you in another way that maybe you didn't know him as you know him as provider and comforter and now you're going to know this new characteristic of him and basically I, saying I'm, I'm so jealous that you're getting composted and I'm not yeah. <laughs> and I mean it might sound silly but you know what it is just a fun way of reminding you hey and it is it's just that whole outlook on life isn't it it just affects everything mm. alright verse 17 and whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. You just see again, he said, and be thankful, and here again, and the next verse, giving thanks. Can you hear, guys? Um, so, if whatever we do, if that's to be done in the name of the Lord Jesus, um, then we need to really think about what our words and deeds and actions, you know, would you do them if you were sitting in the same room as Jesus? Mm. As, you know, just a test um, of, of what you're saying or what you're doing. Like, can you do that and call on the name of Jesus, you know? Can you do that, whatever, and um, be asking Jesus for his help? So, you know, that's a really great test for us as we, as we go about our days. Would I do this if, you know, Jesus was standing next to me? Yeah. And you know we often take it as well, oh, no, but he, you know, he's living in that same. <laughs> I was, that was something that I, I noted when I was thinking about this. I was thinking, you know, it's not just, you know, can we do it? It's like, is it really something that he can bless? Yeah. And, and sometimes I've even thought that with fast food, you know, can God really bless this to my body? You know, <laughs> deep fried, dripping <laughs> in fat. That's a good point, yeah. You know, we can still thank you for it, but, you know, is he yeah. going to bless that yeah. to my body? Yeah. You know? exactly. <laughs> so, but anyway, it's oh, just that's a little Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think as well, like, what you're saying is it's something you can bless. Because as well, you know, the whole area, you know, you can find people doing things that are shoddy or they lack integrity. Like, they, you know, often I'll hear of people doing things to jib a system or something, and I think, you know, as a Christian, that just totally lacks integrity, and yeah. I can't believe you even feel free to tell me about it, and then you still will pray for God to bless your finances and to whatever, and, and I just think it just doesn't all gel together. You know, yeah. sometimes he still will. Often he will just, but it's because of who he is. Yeah. But I think we've got to be really important to be walking in integrity as well. And, um, you know, and like you say, yeah, is it something that can bless? And if it's not something that we can ask him for to help us with, or we're not sure, we, we know it's not something I can ask him to bless, then we shouldn't be doing it at all. No. We've got no business no. Um, even going there. Or even going somewhere and thinking, if I was hanging out with jesus like in the flesh yeah. right now would i ring him up and go you want to come with me to this place yeah. or to that place or to see these people yeah 
And he'd be like, no. <laughs> and, and, and you know what, as well, important thing you say as well, you know, like people often talk about, and, and I guess maybe they would use the example of Jesus hanging around with sinners and whatever, and, you know, I've heard people talking about, oh, no, I'll go to a barn, whatever, because then I'm going to witness to people there. You know, unless he's specifically instructed yeah. you, you know, you've got no business going to places that maybe, you know, the Bible tells us to flee temptation. Yeah. Especially if it's an area that's a problem for you, and then you think you can go back in there. That's just being silly and yeah. stupid. Yeah. That's the book, remember, book title, Stupid, Stupid Christians. <laughs> that you're writing. Well, or is it one of the titles I've come up with now? <laughs> Would you happen to write these titles from time to time? <laughs> stupid, stupid Christian. Um, it's funny having kids, you sort of see like all your bad behaviours just like, oh, <laughs> oh, oh that's ugly. <laughs> I actually, it's funny you, you say that and then you were talking about the sighing the other day. I caught my son sighing at my other son and I was like, <laughs> oh, that, that, and he said, he sighed and then went, oh, I can't even remember what he said, but whatever he said, I thought, oh, that's straight out of my mouth. <laughs> I need to watch what I say. And yeah, but it's yeah, true they do because um, I hear the kids at school now. There's one or two of the little girls now. Every time someone said something, they're like, "It's not the end of the world." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that's exactly me. You know, they're like just mirroring. It's like, oh, oh dear. Yeah. But I did have a laugh the other day because it was wet lunch, so it was raining, and so they got to play inside. And you know, the little girls like to play school. <laughs> Line them up and let the teacher playing school at school in your lunch break. That's cool. Right? Mm, that's very really cute. And then the same thing, like what you're saying. Um, you know, you see your children mirroring you, hey, and that's what what God wants, isn't it? We're supposed to mirror Him, and that's a whole, you know, goal in this life yeah. is to grow increasingly more and more Christ-like and how must that delight Him? You know, because. Yes, we look at our kids in the mirror, the negative, but then there's also things that will be like, hey, that's the positive, mm -hmm. and how much God delight in that when we're actually walking in the Spirit and mirroring Jesus more and more. Hey? Mm -hmm. And I think the more often we catch ourselves in those sort of situations, then the more we realise that we're doing in doing things in other situations. Like I, one, another thing that I had um, thought of was that in a message, you know, like, how often do we message people? Yeah. And I actually... Had I don't know, your generation, how <laughs> you got these big thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but, like, so, like social media and messaging. But, you know, like, the other, the other week I sent a message to some friends and I was like, oh, I just saw something out that, oh, this is funny, and I sent it to them. And then after I sent it, I sort of looked at it and went, I don't know, I don't even know what made me catch it, I must have been the Holy Spirit, because I caught it and I was like, I wouldn't send that to Jesus, and I, and I met, before they even had a chance to message me back, I was like, you know what, that was really, that was a bit crass, like it wasn't, it wasn't anything major, but it was just something small, yeah, and I thought, no, that was a little bit crass, so I shouldn't have said that, yeah. and, and so, you know, I'm really sorry that I said that, so just ignore that, and, you know, and occasionally, you know, you'll get messages from people, or you know, posts on your Facebook wall or whatever and people say, oh, this is, you know, haha, -ha, you know, this is funny. And then oftentimes I think, oh, no, that's not funny. I just don't reply or, yeah. but I need to probably say something, especially in those But, situations. I mean, that's good and that's what you find as you mature, hey, like things that weren't sin for you before yeah. might become sin. 
and I mean that's also bearing with others as well if they're less mature it might be something like for me for instance um you know years ago I could you know be in a staff room and it could be talking about all these parents or these kids or whatever and I honestly was never convicted about it wasn't a problem but as I've matured things like that now become a conviction that before wasn't and it was what you said earlier about the Holy Spirit and you know God doesn't just lay out um, deals with you at your stage and mm. I think as you grow more and more Christ like walk more and more in the Spirit you are catching yourself and yeah. things that like you say on the surface might not be even that really bad but you know in terms of your maturity and where you're at God may be saying okay look I expect a higher standard and you are getting that conviction yourself, you're walking close to the spirit and you know, so yes. it's, yeah, it does change. Mm. And I think I'd rather be viewed as being an over-the-top, in inverted commas, Christian yeah, than the other, than way, the other right? way. Because yeah. I don't want to get to, I'd rather get to heaven or to Judgment Day, sorry, and be judged and and they say, well, you know, Debbie, you're a bit over-the-top, over yeah. you know, too <laughs> over-the-top here. But then, then they go, well, you really needed to step it up. You know, yeah, I'd rather yeah, be yeah, yeah, I agree with you. too over the top for Christ than yeah. <laughs> underwhelming. <laughs> no, okay. I'd, I'd rather as well, like, yeah, I'd rather it was God that said to me, you know what, you can lighten up a bit, you're a bit harder on yourself. That's what I <laughs> say. And that's what I say to David, like, I can't wait to get there one day because I don't, I'm going to feel so relaxed. Like, I'm so hard on myself and I pull myself up constantly probably a lot more than I should but as you say rather too much that way yeah. than the other yeah but I think God's gonna just be like man just chill out you know like you've been and that will be great hey yeah but like you say yeah. not that you've been too slack <laughs> and I think sometimes it's the opposite too we, we aren't harsh enough because we're worried about what other people are going to well, think well that's and it's it like, we well, compromise another are you word. showing are you, are you doing you know things the way that Christ would have wanted yeah, to. Yeah. And I'm even drawing a Christmas tree here. I'm so excited. Christmas is coming soon. Soonish. Um, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> they know I'm a Christmas tree. I'm sorry. I don't even know a week, Catman. It's just I'm drawing We're a Christmas tree. We're still a long way off. Uh, every day is a day closer Are you planning Christmas in July or something? No, I don't like that sacrilege. <laughs> Christmas in July, let me just tell you, put it out there. It's wrong. It is just wrong. People who love Christmas trying to bring it. No, because I love Christmas, and if you really love it that passionately, it's just wrong. Christmas in July. I'm sorry. Okay. okay. I think we're getting a little bit <laughs> off subject. <laughs> yeah. um, and just what you're saying, Carolyn, about maturing. Like sometimes, I said something to you the other day, and I was like, "Oh no, that's just self pity." And you're like, "No, that doesn't sound like." It. I was like, "No, but I knew my heart attitude." Yeah, yeah. For self-pity, yeah, and sometimes yeah. what's coming now, what you're doing, looks fine, but you know, yeah, you're convicted on the heart, and should be behind that. Actually, that's just fear of man, or so I have to watch this girl because she can give me a really convincing look. But I think no, it's fine, and like she's got this stuff going on in there. But that's right, like yeah, all sorts of crazy underneath. But you always think you're really harsh on us, and I'm, I go away sometimes and do. But you know what you say, Lena, I've also I've been getting pulled up on that lately, um because I'll often, you know, like you say, you know in yourself or whatever, and I'm like, Oh, the Lord's pulling me on this and then I might talk to someone and it's the same like they no, look at it like this, you farm, whatever and then I go and like, No, I just need to listen to the Lord first and just you yeah. know. 
Well, that's that. that's so right. You do. You need to. You know. You need to check your own thoughts and your own yeah. attitudes, and then go before God, not not just by what somebody else that's says. Tell you, yeah, because yeah, I go, yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's all right, fine. It's yeah. fine. You know, you just think yeah. too harsh on yourself. But no, but you know, you're you know, God, no, you're convicting you, then yeah, And like so other people have got their own weaknesses and their own. They'll yeah. develop their specific. Like this is what's okay for me because yeah. it's, you know, how Paul says. What does he say, Carolyn, about? What's good for some is not good for So what's what permissible and beneficial yeah. you talking about that scripture? Yeah. 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 So you know, everything like, thinks permissible but it's not yeah. Yeah, God knows our specific heart and our yeah. weaknesses and you know, he knows where we're at and what what he expects of us yeah. at our level, so and someone else may have not got that issue like you say, and so for mm-hmm. them it's not a problem that you know and you know your own heart behind it and we sometimes don't even know our own heart because it's deceitful but you know, you know, yeah. Mm. Thank you for articulating. You know when you know. <laughs> <laughs> Every day is a day closer to Christmas and a day closer to Christ, right? So yeah. There you go. Amen to that. I mean the Christ part, not so much. <laughs> 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 Too loud. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, okay. You can so mock me all you like, girls. Not mocking you. No, it just was. Um. Surprising in well, the midst of our conversation. Yeah. I could give you my whole, you know, these girls, our brains are all linked and everything. I could give you a whole meandering path on how I got this. It's not really irrelevant, but just bringing a bit of cheer. <laughs> okay, so, yep, so a challenge for everyone um, is just to think about, you know, just watch what you say and what you do and. Think about whether or not you would actually do that if Jesus was standing next to you. So that's just um, something for you to think about. And I just want to encourage you that, you know, we do blow it, we do mess up, we do sin. But remember, when that happens, 1 John 1 9. Okay, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And, you know, we need to use that in short accounts. Yeah. And so remember as well, though. Please don't be asking God to bless or to help you with something that violates his word because you're just wasting your time, okay? Don't even waste your time asking that. Get into his word. If something violates his word, you would not be asking him to help you do that Mm. or to give you strength to do it. That's all from us. If you'd like to get in contact with us, you can get onto our website, www.life-house.net. Um, yep, I hope you enjoy this podcast and we'll see you in the next one.